Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know, where your partner's wine, crime, time, anything else that rhymes. But uh, we're coming at you. It's, it's an update-heavy time of year, Sarah, yes, I feel. update city. Uh, update city, it. population, anybody who two. listens to this. Two. Facts. Or to two. Two? Yes. To two million? Two hundred million? We don't know. We who You guys don't know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we could look up our stats, but we'll never oh, no. tell. No. Never. Yeah. There's been so much going on, and I did want to do a deep dive into, like, the Delia Mark Owens thing. I started reading it. I got into this, like, not even a rabbit hole, because it's very much related, but, like, rabbit hole of poaching in Zambia in the 90s and like and then I was like okay I'm not gonna have time to like get all this research done but that's gonna be a down the line uh wait actually when when does that movie come out because that'll be yes no because it's actually interesting but I will say like well this is a caveat but I think from what I've read so far the murder that she's wanted in questioning for is not like the murder in the book, which was like, because uh, this is the where a the lover, like this is book. like, yes. yeah. Well, it's actually wild. We'll get into it, but um, we need like an episode. I feel like we need a week to like. We need some more time to process it than two on. days. So we're gonna get our shit together with Definitely. that. Definitely keep you posted with that. The first update comes from a case that was really high demand. Everybody was really needing answers about it, and it's. It seems like I think we know the answer, but they're still going through the process. We know the answer. Yeah, we know it, the answer. It, it actually like blew my mind this case just the fact that it's real because there are so many elements and so many just twists and mm-hmm. so many chances to like not take the worst possible choice that it just yeah. feels like something that you'd see in a movie. Mhm. I mean with the name alone being murder which sounds like murder Fact. like it, it is almost like yeah it's like how anthony weiner like sexually harassed uh, like his aides or <laughs> and now his ex with bradley cooper who knows yep good for her good for her good for him true good for anybody rich you know that's my that's my mantra you know if you're rich hats off <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know if you all remember the murder murders just a quick quick recap so the uh, wife and son of a very, very powerful South Carolina family member, the Murdaws, were found shot and killed at their home with two different guns. And the Murdaws are just like this big family in Charleston. They have this uh, family law firm that goes back like multiple generations. Ties to everywhere. It really yes, like they, ties everywhere. Yeah, their family is interwoven in it. Yes. And so... The husband, Alex, called 911 to report them shot. Then, maybe a week later, I believe Alex was shot. As this news was kind of breaking, making national headlines, Alex gets shot. Turns out that was a scam orchestrated by Alex. He paid uh, a man by the name of Curtis Edward Smith, who the New York Times reported was a distant cousin, to shoot him so that his son Buster could get his life insurance payout. But it didn't work, and Alex only suffered a superficial wound. So he was charged with fraud while Smith was charged with assisted suicide. Well, family affair combo right there, yeah. Yes, and so then it got even just more wild because 
Alex was arrested for fraud and theft charges in September 2021, which I'm like, wow, was it really that long ago? It seems I know. almost a year. I'm like, that happened a month ago. Honestly, because it really took over. And then it kind of did disappear for a minute. Yeah, because it came out that he was embezzling millions from his family law firm. And now we kind of have answers as to why. So last month, mm-hmm. uh, Smith and Alex were charged with money laundering for prosecutors allege running an oxycodone slash money laundering ring, which is giving me Ozark vibes for real. Major Ozark vibes. And also I'm like, that's so many rings going on at once. I like, it's it's a little Ariana Grande with seven rings. I feel like you need to be a little more, just pick your ring <laughs> and do that ring. Because that's right. like, why are you going all over? Why? What are you, what are you well, this is about? Th- yeah. This is the thing too. Because like, okay, prosecutors allege that Alex wrote Curtis $10,000 checks, amounts of $10,000, adding up to $2.4 million. The reason he did that is because if you like deposit money over $10,000, the bank has to report it. Fair. And this is the money <laughs> that he's embezzling from the firm. And so then Alex took also some of that money to fund this oxycodone like, distribution network. And I'm just like, why? You're already rich. That's- I don't understand. Why do you need to get into the drug game? That's what I don't understand. You're already stealing from your family who's working. So you're making bank with a low lift. And also, yeah, that's the thing, too, where you're just embezzling from your family. Not the best, but I'm sure you could talk out, talk it out a little bit easier than getting into different situations. You would think I do not get that. Greed, midlife crisis, dumb bitch. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe there was some addiction at play, but oh, mm-hmm. I'm also like, but running a distribution network also sounds like it's more than just you buying for yourself. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, like, this is me talking not from experience, so I'm probably wrong. But I feel like usually, stereotypically, usually the people who deal are not doing. Because then you would just use your entire supply. But they maybe do say that's bad business. Yes. Yeah. They do say that <laughs> from my kind of like how of whenever I go bad. Whenever I'd go to Cold Stone, I'd be like, what ice cream do you eat? They're like, I don't eat this shit. I'm like, okay, I'll take exactly. the birthday cake remix. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's like when my dad, my dad used to work at Carvel, and he was like, the first week he oh. ate, like, so much ice cream, and then... He was like, I can't eat this anymore. But the things I would do, I was going to say a fudgy the whale cake. Get that bitch on OnlyFans. Talk about it. Yes, but it's like you have to you have to take a break from it when you're immersed in it every day. Mm -hmm. So back to the case, Alex and Curtis have been charged with possessing, manufacturing or distributing narcotics. And then so Alex was also charged with stealing millions from clients Hello, Tom Girardi. Yep. And one of those people that he stole from was the family of one of their housekeepers, Mm. Gloria Satterfield, who died on the Murdoch property. And she apparently slipped and fell down some steps in 2018. The death was considered accidental at the time. But Alex kept the settlement money, I think, from his insurance that was supposed to go to her family. Literally Tom Girardi. Yeah, gross. And so now the state police say that they plan to exhume her body. I don't really know what. And now, and that's kind of all just almost the background. That's the, and that's what you missed on Glee of it. Because this, now we're at the updates, because in case I'm a refresher from what you guys, because so much, that's the thing, there's nine things going on in this case. It's crazy. I'm like, how did you, literally, I'm like, how are you murdering people, leading a drug ring, embezzling from your family, money laundering? Like, how are you doing all of those things at once? Truly, and it's not, I mean, I guess he is a smart man, but it's not like he was like, 
born in like knowing how to do all these twists and turns i feel like i'm like I, you look at him you don't think it you think of embezzling know. i don't know if you think of all the other murdering and everything like that it's wow well that's why it's like those tweets when it's like whatever like a white guy kills his family it's like and there's a photo of it's something like them on a jet ski i feel like those are all the photos of the murders too yeah the jet ski so now it looks like alex's lawyer told some people and now it's leaked that authorities are going to seek an mm. indictment for the murders of his wife and son um, and his attorney insists he's innocent. Yeah, okay. Like, Has he not learned sure. from Jen Shaw? Sometimes he's got to take the L. Take the, <laughs> take the yeah. G. Take the G. Yeah, for real. So on Tuesday, the SC of SC, the Supreme Court of South Carolina, <laughs> thank you so much. I love that. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, disbarred him. So yeah, obviously he's not going to practice law anymore. So that's what's happening. We're going to wait for the indictment. And then I'm sure there'll be a trial unless he pleads guilty. But there is even more. So if you all remember, another reason that this story just was so big was because at the time of Alex's son Paul's death, he was actually facing charges or I think going to face charges for having killed a young woman, a 19-year-old named Mallory Beach. On the boat. And yes, so Paul was driving a boat that Natalie and a few friends were on. They had been drinking that night. Paul was wasted and he crashed the boat and Natalie died and her family sued the Murdaws. So according to the New York Times, the beaches were basically trying to like ask Alex for financial information, Mm. I'm guessing for the suit, before Maggie and Paul were killed. So that is that. And then there is also another death that may be loosely tied to this family, or maybe not loosely. We don't know yet. The vibe I'm getting, not so loose. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. A Another young man, a 19-year-old Stephen Smith, was found dead. Uh, this was back in 2015 along a road 10 miles from the Murdaugh home. And this death was also ruled an accident. So um, I think that's being investigated as well again. And all in all... This I cannot even wrap my head around. Alex is facing 81 (sighs) criminal charges. And he's pleading not guilty on all of them, except for the one related to the botched fake murder. I'm like, dude, good fucking luck. That's what I'm like. That's your game plan. You're like, yeah, not guilty of like 100 crimes. Okay. The one that he's pleading guilty to is the one I feel like that almost ties together all the things. It's like. Why were you trying right. to do that? Because the X, Y, Z, like, it's so easy once That's you have so the true. guilt from that. It's going to be the domino effect. Because what put you in that situation in the first place? All the other fucking shit that you're in trial for that you're saying you didn't do. I think you're right. So <laughs> I'm flying down to South Carolina to do this myself. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Uh, Payne Lindsay, hello. We're going to oh, be there no. at the courthouse with our mics. And they're just like. I think that trial is going to be, I mean. Sensational. I mean, yeah. Really yeah. A, a circus. Um, If they let like reporters in the courtroom if they televise it i'm watching it oh I'm taking yeah off work. and i feel there's already like six documentaries that somehow came out about them so i feel there's gonna be oh really up. i need to watch maybe it. not docu i think maybe like little like uh hour-long news specials and stuff like that but mm. it's like a lot of coverage on them oh yeah they always move quick with those like specials i don't know how they do it you know which one i need a special on yes fucking army hammer because oh my God, I forgot ish about him. 
Yeah. Because he has been staying out of the public eye besides he was in a movie, but like kind of edited out. I didn't see the movie, but like they like yeah. had his face and every other thing. But he's kind of, he's not been making headlines post cannibalism. Right. Until now. Until now. It's actually kind of interesting because I think he might be the one example of quote unquote cancel culture that right now is seeming to stick. Yeah, he's seeming to. So good to know. As long as you don't eat people. You're, you can make a comeback. You're scot free. Yeah, literally every other single person I think who has been yeah. called out Louis for something CK, is back. Like all of them. Crystalia. Chris- yeah, Ugh. exactly. Like you can do almost anything. Just don't eat who, people. I think I saw on Twitter that Crystalia said if anybody tries to come for him, he'll Amber heard them. And I'm like, can you shut the f- like? Oh yeah, that's why I have a huge fucking problem with that trial. I well, yeah, I cannot. And now Marilyn that. Manson is mm-hmm. gearing up to sue Evan Rachel Wood for defamation. And we didn't even talk about how the fact that the fucking juror was like switched or something. Did I? I don't. I didn't read the full article. She yeah. is. Uh, she is trying or, to appeal yeah. on that grounds. So okay, we'll, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. happens but back to Army Hammer. So yeah, Woo. he's he's a. Uh, Got a new gig. It is not uh, in Funny <laughs> it's Girl. Not glamorous. The musical. <laughs> uh, he is selling timeshares. I just honestly, I love how bleak that is. <laughs> I know. I feel like timeshares they can be really great, but they have a reputation for being kind of scammy. And also, any person who I one time because like if you ever stay at like there's sometimes like hotels will do like yes discounted rates if you like sign yes. up for the timeshare thing. And when I was in Vegas, one of my friends did that, and their friend they were like, "Oh, we'll just skip the timeshare presentation." Doy, one friend went seven hours long. No, of just no. talking because they're all probably because astro- you get like a free drink at the end or yeah. something. They like entice you. Danish, you don't even get a croissant. You get a Danish at a timeshare. Danish thing. boo. Which, yeah, ah. no, they. I know people who've done that. They're like, well, we'll sit through this presentation. Like, you get like a free thing at the end or something. But they're uh, the whole time they're trying to really push you hard mm-hmm. on buying the timeshare. And you know, I will say, I'm not gonna say this for a lot of people. If any, if anybody listening is torn between. Sitting through a timeshare just to get a free drink, I will Venmo you for one drink. That's how much I am against this. Hit me up. I will get you, not going to get you top shelf, but I'll get you something that twists off. I'll get you. Hey, yeah. Get you something. But yeah, so he is, and it's because he's in the Cayman Islands doing this because that's where his family, he grew up there when he was like a child. I think he was like born in LA, went to the Cayman Islands, everything like that. Rich people shit. Yeah. And like he went to school there and everything like that. Like his, oh, because. Um, the the school he went to was founded by his father. So like, or or like wow. someone in his family. It's giving Trump University. Really? So he's really intertwined. But that's also the confusing thing. I'm like, you're so fucking rich and you live in the island that your family, why are you even doing this? For attention? Because what is, what is, Heyman, what is selling timeshares if not a one-man play? So I think he's loving that that is part of it. It's just, uh, yeah, it, I'm just imagining him as sort of a, like a, almost a snake oil salesman, and it honestly fits. A lot of that. Yeah, so if you somehow don't remember this or, like, forget all the details on it, he was outed as a cannibal and sexual sadist in January 2021. And not in, like, a consensual way. Because that was, there was a lot of people that were like, this is kink shaming. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not consensual. Right, and all all the girls were like, no, he gaslit me into oblivion. Yeah. And none of, you know, I didn't really want to do any of this. Yeah, and like used his power, manipulation, everything like that. A woman later accused him of rape and uh, retained uh, Gloria Alred as her attorney. Uh, The LAPD concluded their investigation. We don't know any of the details yet. They'll probably come out hopefully soon because I feel like he is not facing. Because the thing, he's 
canceled, but he's not facing any consequences because he's not well, he's living. Ex- in, yeah, except yeah. that he has to be a freaking snake oil salesman. That is true. But no, I mean, yeah. and he all he got dropped from like all his movies. Yeah, his wife divorced him, and yeah. she even kind of was like, "I has been because yeah, it did not vibe with him." So then he went to Cayman Islands for quote oh unquote I am, rehab. Can, can you imagine? Having a normal life with your husband and, and then kids. finding out that they are this twisted individual I know. with this whole other secret life. Uh, but you know, I, you know what's interesting? I just, what? I just saw an update from a few months ago. What? They're slowly figuring things out as a couple. I don't know what that means. No, please don't. Oh, oh, God, oh God, God. I hope that maybe is just in like a co-parenting way. Even yes. though I don't know how much oh, you co-parent God. with a cannibal, but I hope. Go. No, I totally hope so. Yeah. So sources were telling Variety, and I know this was also the photos were on TMZ too, that he is still in the Cayman Islands and working at this resort doing the timeshare presentations and also that he's quote unquote totally broke. But again, if you Google his family, like not his like immediate family, like his yeah. Uh, Any like he has a lot of like he comes from a very uh, rich family. Well, his great great grandfather is this like two hundred millionaire. I don't know what you call that. Yeah, short uh, of a hundred million, whatever. His his great great grandfather Armand Hammer's net worth is like two hundred million dollars. This oil tycoon. Yeah. But apparently, Army is not on the family payroll. I don't know uh, if he got kicked off of it or was just never on it, and maybe that's why they were trying so hard to make him could, an actor. That could but. see. And also, you know what he did before doing the timeshares? Uh, he was the manager of an apartment complex, which I guess, because I was going to say, if he would be the landlord, that would be really shitty, but I guess the manager. I can't imagine Army Hammer fixing anything, because like, you call management to, like, if I, you have an issue. I can't imagine him fixing anything. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. And also, I don't, why would you, you give someone who has the reputation as being accused of things of him, the master key to every apartment? Uh, <laughs> I didn't consider that. Uh, 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 I don't, I don't, I, I am not, I am not subscribing to that. Uh, but this all came out because of a hotel flyer of Hammer started circulating and his attorneys first called it fake. <laughs> the resort in question also called them fake, but the variety source says that this is all happening to uh, protect him because there are photos of him Literally, like, people are, like, snapping pictures, like, in the office of him, like, talking to people. Uh, right. Like, yeah. the resort was like, oh, no, he just put on a resort polo and was, like, playing golf with some of the employees. He lives here. It was, like, a joke. But then people have, like, flyers and, like, pictures from their vacation, and he's, like, selling them timeshares. Mm-hmm. Should we find out which resort it is oh, and go? honestly. Right? Yeah, so he's doing this to support his two young children with ex-wife Elizabeth, but still, it's like I don't, I don't really know what is going on there. I'm very curious. I guess the family maybe kicked him out of the family, but right, I don't know if he was ever on the payroll or got cut off from it or all I know is, but I I hope he faces a legal consequence somewhere, anywhere. Yeah. Sheesh, that is something I never thought would happen, ever. Never! Oh, God. And I remember it came out because it was like, the, I literally remember it was three or two weeks after the Elaria Baldwin moment. Yes. And then we were all and like laughing. Like, What's going and on in Hollywood? It was this reaction. And then it was this. And I was like, oh, God, we're back. This is in New Year's coming up quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a truly dark timeline. Very, very dark. Jeez.
Well, finally, this is actually something we never talked about, but it's time now. It's time. So I remember this happening, that huge prison escape mm-hmm. with Casey White, Vicky White. There's been an update on that. So if you all don't remember, Casey White was an incarcerated person who had an affair with Vicky White, a prison guard, no relation, guys, even though this was Alabama. <laughs> but no, they were not related. And this happened at the Lauderdale County Detention Center where he was being held on felony charges. Get this. Awaiting trial on capital murder. Ooh, that's a, yeah. Like, I would say, you know, if somebody's got a drug charge, whatever, you know, know. people are over-policed and stuff. It happens. But he stabbed this woman to death and was awaiting trial on capital murder. So... I'm like, Vicky, what's up? Vix. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So um, on April 29th, the pair escaped from the detention center. And basically, Vicky drove him away from the prison, claiming she was bringing him to court for a mental health eval. Spoiler, there was no mental health eval. Uh, and and that's what you call it. Yeah. Yeah. No, they just went on the run. So they abandoned Vicky's patrol car at a shopping mall parking lot. Which is so, because I mean, it's so obvious to link that back to her. So it's sort of like you're already giving. So I think they ditched the car. They must have gotten a new mm-hmm. one. And actually, they were like laying the groundwork for this. This was obviously this wasn't like a spontaneous decision because the day before they disappeared, Vicky filed paperwork to retire. And then apparently a month before that, she sold her house. Oh, girl. So they they had a plan. Their escape led to this huge manhunt that lasted 11 days and it was all over the news. And they were eventually found in Evansville, Indiana, which was about 500 miles away. They were found at a hotel, so authorities kind of pursued them. They fled uh, in the car, and then there was a chase that ended in a crash. Vicky was found with a gunshot wound and later died at the hospital, and her injuries were found to be consistent with the self-inflicted wound. WHNT, which is a local Alabama news station, reported that Casey and Vicky had an agreement where if caught, uh, Vicky would kill herself. Casey would die in a police shootout. They kind of had like a suicide pact, essentially. Which like, I, I, I was just like, why you picked? Why do you pick the one that you're like, okay, so I'll die and you you will just die after? I don't, I don't. That's always an interesting thing to me, but I guess that is yeah. how this work. Everybody thinks they're Bonnie and Clyde. Yep. So now Casey is actually being indicted on a murder charge stemming from Vicky's death. And the indictment is alleging that basically in Casey's efforts to escape, he caused Vicky's death. And this kind of has to do with the fact that in Alabama, you can be charged with felony murder if someone dies while you're committing a crime. So Mm. he was committing a crime, escaping prison. She died. He uh, is being charged with felony murder. And also, I mean, it's it's like because he did escape prison, so he will be going back there. Still on trial for that crime. Another murder. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he God. was awa- awaiting charges for another murder. So, I mean, it's it's not like he was about to be freed anytime soon. No. Oh, God. So that was a very crazy situation. I feel that. I feel these are I feel these are all updates that are kind of cut and dry. All going to resolve itself. I mean, the only thing is, like, if Army Hammer will face any consequences, probs, who knows? But I yeah, know the Vicky, knows? I know this was because I, I remember reading about the Vicky one, the Whites one, when it first happened, I was like, Oh, God, what the fuck is happening? And it's kind of, I mean, it's not, I guess, the most surprising that it ended this way, but it is kind of insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of thought it would end in just... 
them are both her arrested. going to jail and him going back to prison. Yeah. But it just Ugh. took a very tragic a turn. turn. But yeah, this is a, it's sort of, those are, those are the update. I mean, I know we were going to do a regular episode today, but like Sarah said, it was update there's so heavy. so much happening. So much so happening. Many, so many updates. There's even more. And we're going to dig like into we... this Delia stuff too, because I'm, yes. I'm curious. Yeah, what I was shocked to know about her, because, well, now I feel embarrassed because I really liked that book. Mm. I ha- I actually had no idea who she was because she, that was actually her debut book. So I was like, oh, cool, wow. new author, awesome, love it. But she and her husband were actually these very well-known conservationists in the, like, 80s and 90s. Mm. So that's kind of, like, where that's all coming from. Okay, that so makes it's sense. interesting. Okay. It's like when you are like, "Oh, I discovered this cool new mom and pop restaurant," and then you find out it's a chain. Like that's oh, how I feel about this. That's lady. there is a coffee shop in the city where I, that happened to me. No, Epicure Bolo. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so chic!" Like this is the only place that is a full-on chain. It's not yeah. French. It just has a French name. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's it called? Epicure Bolo. Boulot. Huh. There's cool. one near. There's one near the Lincoln Center Smith. Sorry, Lincoln Square Smith. But yeah. Gotcha. And also next to my favorite restaurant, Fiorello's. Not my favorite, but up there. So those are just some recommendations to tie it all up with. (laughs) Yeah, just to end everything. So we have to cover Delia Owens. But here's the thing. My group chat right now is blowing up. Actually, I have people on all sides. Number one, Girl in the Picture on Netflix. Yes, I haven't started it yet, but I want to. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I'm mapping it out. Everybody's got like a string board. Nobody can oh, make God. sense of it. There's a lot going on there. What's her name? Susan Savaki? I don't even actually know. Okay, yeah. So her future. Yeah, okay. A kidnapper. Ooh. Oh, whoa. It's Su- the, the first sentence. Susan's bright future was destroyed by a kidnapper who first presented himself as her father and then demanded to be her husband. What the fuck is this about? Ew. Oh, my God. That reminds me of Abducted in Plain Sight. Wait, that's what everyone has been called. Like they were like, "This is it's like oh, the oh gross." It's somehow even worse than that. Not in terms of like oh my god documentary production, but in terms of like story. Oh my god! And the other one actually that we need to do first. Sorry, just because my group text is like absolutely blowing up right now about it is the the teal swan documentary on Hulu. She's this like cult leader from what I'm gathering from the text, which I don't understand. It reminds me a lot of Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh, oh yeah, because she, yeah, didn't she? She's like a YouTuber? I think, yeah, yeah, I think YouTuber, alleged cult leader. Oh. Um, you know how it goes. You know, you know what? You get a lot from the first Google of someone. Oh, what, what did you see? Her teaching methods sometimes guide participants to envision their own deaths, occasionally by suicide. No. I don't like that. Not really, not really. Whoa, interesting. There was a documentary about her in 2017. I guess that was a more positive one. A positive one. E. But yeah, this was, it came out in May 2022, this one. It was like a freeform Hulu combo. And it followed her for yes. three years, de- detailing the rules placed on her inner circle and insinuating controlling and manipulative behavior. She disputes her characterization in the documentary, citing deceptive practices by her, by the filmmakers. So that sounds Whoa. to me... Like, a lot of shit is going on. I haven't really heard about her that much, which is interesting. Me either. But you know this lady has done a TED Talk. Oh, I'm looking at you her face. She, she Every day of her life is a TED Talk. Oh, and there's <laughs> you know also a people? good podcast, apparently, called The Gateway Podcast. So Ooh. this is interesting. Okay, right, going to have to watch that documentary. 
I am very curious about that. Yeah, I feel like it is a good, there is a lot of docs and everything like that coming out that should be really, really captivating and insane and disgusting to watch, which is always kind of a, always a, a fun summer, summer yeah, combo which is always what, to do. Yeah, our, our idea of a good time. I know. It's just, just watching these horrible documentaries. I, it, it, honestly, it's it is a hard uh, a, a thing to wind down with, but sometimes you just have to. Sometimes you really just uh, need to do that. Yes, very oh. true. And then a little update too: an yes. Oklahoma man allegedly killed his fishing partner over Bigfoot fears. Over Bigfoot videos? No fears, because it's Larry what? Sanders who's fifty three. He allegedly told investigators that he murdered his friend Jimmy Knighton because his fishing partner, quote unquote, summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him. Now, I don't know how Bigfoot gets some. I mean, I have been to DSW and there are big shoes there. I don't really know how Bigfoot uh, comes. How do you summon? I didn't know you could summon Bigfoot. Like, I know Bloody Mary, you look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times at midnight. But yeah, I didn't know you summoned Bigfoot. I thought you just kind of happened upon him in the woods. Okay, they are saying that it seems like it was a really rambling. They're not sure if he was under the influence of something, but he said that he summoned Bigfoot to come kill him and that's why I had to kill him so Bigfoot wouldn't come anymore. Doesn't sound like somebody who is lucid to me. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, and um, despite the that's alleged sad. confession, county authorities vowed a full investigation into it and everything like that. I know, that is really... Oh, God. Hmm. Wow. I don't even know. I know. Well, that's... I feel like an interesting place to end the episode on. I feel like we gotta just go. Yeah, we gotta... Decompress. Decompress. And I think I need to watch Girl in the Picture. I think I'm going to start with that, even though we go to do the other one first. I'm kind of more drawn to just getting a little more detail about Girl in the Picture. I know. I will say the title feels a little misleading because that just sounds like the title of any thriller that you see in like the drugstore. Yeah. Girl in the Dragon Tattoo. They're always like girl on the blank, the Mm -hmm. blank wife. Like I read so many thrillers. They all have the same title. It's like Mad Libs. We should start making our own thrillers and just it's that. I am working on it. I just don't oh. have an idea. I have the, the idea cousin for in the a setting, Ooh. but not like any sort of twist or turn. So, wait. Okay. I'm I'll tell you it. later. Okay, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about the setting. Okay, cool. All yes. right. So while, uh, well, you know what? While Sarah tells me her setting off air, if any of you guys have a setting for your own thriller, let us know on the Facebook group, not on the True Crime group. Yes. Or. You can DM it to Sarah and I at Not Another True Crime. We swear we won't steal your thriller idea, mainly yeah, because um, I'm still working through a book I bought two months ago, so I don't really know how nice. quick my writing would be. It's Ha-ha. not a thriller. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Cashmere Dana, Cashmere with a K. Follow me at Sarah Lamie. And we promise, I don't want to make promises I can't keep, but we promise that we will be back next week with a regular episode. Yes. Unless you guys really like the updates. I mean, I... I like doing them. So if you like them, just let us know. You could DM us, put it in the group. Um, you know. It is fun because I know I feel kind of like it feels more like like both news anchory, but also like <laughs> very casual coffee chat, mm-hmm. which is kind of and that kind of is making a daytime TV show. And that is my favorite type of programming. So I really yes. am into them. But we, of course, uh, do this podcast not for <laughs> us to LOL out, but for you guys. So keep us posted about your favorite type episodes and any other cases you want us to cover. And we will jump right on that. Yes. And we'll be back next week. 
Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.